YouTube, hey there, Casey Dimon Taxel. Welcome to the Taxel Podcast, where Taxel investing is made easy. My name is Casey Dimon. I'm a Taxel veteran. I am the leading Taxel expert. I'm the author of the Taxel Playbook. I'm the founder of the Taxel Academy, and I am your host right here on the Tax Sell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As a reminder, this is a completely free podcast brought to you through and because of the Tax Sell Academy. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax defaulted real estate, check us out at taxsellacademy.com. So about 10 years ago, I was sitting at an auction before it started, and I was talking to the auctioneer. This particular auctioneer had been in this business for many, many years, decades. And we started talking about my specific approach to the business, just because he was curious more than anything. He knew I was rather experienced. He knew that I had invested in many markets. And he knew that I had a number of years under my belt. We then began discussing the number of so-called investors who will come and they'll last maybe an auction or two. And they will quickly go out of business. This began an even deeper conversation around the why. Why does this happen? And in the years since, I've started to take note of all the people that I've seen come into this business and then quickly leave this business. And truthfully, I would say it's the large majority of new investors. You oftentimes don't see the behind the scenes work and the effort that the veterans have put into this business. You know, it's much like the Olympics, right? The Olympics just ended about a week or so ago, and we see these incredible athletes on television. They're the absolute best in the world at their particular skill set. But like every athlete, every business owner, every uh, successful entertainer, and a variety of other people, the behind-the-scenes type stuff, the approaches, the strategies, the effort, the stuff that they do long-term, that is what makes them successful. So in today's episode, I want to discuss five ways for you to ensure that you are in this business for the long term. I want you to have that long-term, thriving, extremely profitable tax sell business that you likely desire. And these five topics that we're going to be covering are going to put you on the path to get there. If you follow these five suggestions, this business truthfully is rather easy if you are willing to put in the work. All right, the first one, commit to the long term. And honestly, if your sole focus in your tax sale business was to always have that in mind, to always commit to the long term, well, you'd be successful, right? You'd be perfectly fine building a long-term sustainable business. But what exactly does that encompass? What are the specifics behind that? Well, you must approach this as a business and not necessarily a one-off type investment that's going to change your life. You're not going to walk into the first auction, get a property for a crazy cheap amount, sell it for an insanely high amount, and then suddenly you're a multi-millionaire and the rest of your life is made. It does not work like that. What I mean here is you must take the time, the effort, and perhaps even the money to train yourself on how to properly become a tax sell investor. Put in the effort to learn what you're doing. And this is the easiest step, but it's also the step that is most commonly overlooked, which in the end, when you overlook this step, it will come back to haunt you at some point or another. 
I'm talking about simply taking the time to learn. Take the time to learn all aspects of this business. A figure it out as you go type approach is going to put you out of business very quickly. I see this happen every single day. There's a reason that doctors go to medical school before they start performing surgeries. Learn and then do, not the other way around. You also need to approach it as a business that will produce a substantial amount of money for you over the long term. Forget the fast money approach. There are so many people in this industry, in my industry, the real estate training industry, that will sit here and tell you, I'm going to make you rich in seven days or 30 days or whatever it is. Please never do business with those folks and forget the approach of making money fast. I've seen all these guys come and go and I'm here to tell you, it takes time. Have patience, trust the process, continually work to create a sustainable business, not an overnight business. The overnight approach will result in massive, massive mistakes that could have the potential to haunt you for decades in the way of judgments from screwing up and buying the wrong property. And I've heard lots of these stories over the years. Something else to understand is that there will be times where your income goes up like crazy and it might even go down like crazy based on a number of factors. Perhaps there's a period where you just aren't able to buy any properties that month. Maybe there's just too much competition or you go to the wrong auction. Maybe you go to an auction that you expect nobody to be at and there's a thousand people there. It happens, right? Maybe your strategy stops working and you have to pivot strategies a little bit. Perhaps it's just a downturn in the real estate market. All these are perfectly acceptable provided you're doing well in the big picture. Just be prepared that there will be times that you're not going to be doing quite as good as you want to do. And that's okay. Just deal with it as the time comes and pivot as necessary. Focus on building a real business and you're going to be well ahead of everybody else. All right, the next one is to prioritize research. And this is one that I really try to just drive home in nearly every single training video that I shoot. The deal is, it's not exciting. And research is not all that entertaining. But research is what determines your results. If you become an expert at research, you're going to have tremendous results. If you do sloppy research, your results will be disastrous. I've got two entire modules on research inside the Tax Law Academy. There's a good reason that I have two modules and lots and lots of workshops about research. It is so, so very important. Now, with the exception of a few extremely rare circumstances, anytime somebody loses money on a tax sell investment, it's going to fall back on their research. You would not believe the emails that I get from people that begin with something like this. I know I should have researched X, Y, and Z, but I didn't. And this happened to me. What should I do now? In other words, they know exactly what they should have done. And because they didn't do that, they're in a bad situation and now they're asking for advice. Listen, I'm a very laid back person. 
But I get extremely upset when I see people losing money knowing that it was 100% avoidable. And it's a very tough pill to swallow knowing that the reason you lost money is because you failed to do the proper research. Keep that in mind. If you do the proper research, odds are you're not going to lose money. And on that same note, this is not something that you just learn how to research real estate one time and you're done. Research is kind of like an art form, right? Something you should be working to continually perfect. Every single piece of real estate in the world is different in some way, shape, or form. And when it comes to tax defaulted real estate, I've seen lots and lots of very interesting properties. And I continue to see very interesting stuff to this day. I continue to learn. I continue to take advantage of the new tools and resources that come available. I continue to perfect my research methods, and so should you. Become an expert at research, and then work to perfect your research methods every single day if you want long-term success. Next one, minimize risk. And this is a big one that puts a lot of people out of business. Now, I know that some people will hear that and they'll say, it's investing. It's supposed to be risky, right? And I suppose that there will always be some form of risk in every investment, but we're not talking about casino type risk here. I'm not walking up to a roulette table and putting some chips down on a number, hoping that my number hits. Instead, I'm simply talking about putting in the necessary work up front to minimize or eliminate as much risk as possible. Listen, you're the one researching the history of the property. You're researching the condition of that property, the value, the comps, your marketing plans for the property. And then you're also the one who is setting the price that you will pay for that property with a nice little buffer built in for any unforeseen issues. And then you're also the one that chooses whether or not you want to buy that property if all the stars align and everything works to meet your investment objectives. So you are the one in control of the investment and subsequently the risk. What I routinely see is new investors that go out and spend every dime they have on a property that provides them with a very, very thin margin along with no buffer for unforeseen issues. And they really didn't even do the research ahead of time like they probably should have. They think that they need to take risks in order to succeed in this business. That is just not true. If it's risky, don't invest in it. You are the person that makes a decision whether you want to invest or not. If you feel that you have to invest in some risky type properties, then you're doing it the wrong way. Find a different property type, find a different area, find a different strategy where it does not have to be risky. I promise you, They're all over in this business. All right, the next one, reinvest. And this is difficult for those starting out, especially if you have a smaller budget. I was one of those folks that started with a very small budget. In fact, some of my original investments were funded with my friends at Visa and MasterCard, right? I write about it in Tax Sell Playbook, but there were plenty of times where I absolutely needed 
to skim the profits off of the deal that I just made on a piece of property I was selling. And over time, I did begin to take a salary from my tax sale business, but not without first reinvesting as much of the profits as possible from those original deals. I get a lot of emails from folks that want to start off with pretty limited funds, maybe $5,000, $1,000, perhaps even as low as $500. And it's definitely possible to invest with limited funds when you combine it with a lot of patience and looking outside the box a little bit. But unfortunately, many of these folks see this as a business that allows them to go out, make money, and then they just take the profits and they blow wherever else instead of reinvesting it into their tax sale business. If you are disciplined enough to initially start with a snowball type approach where you snowball all your profits back into your business, you will see greater long-term success that will ultimately be much, much more profitable and sustainable. It's just like starting out with a retail store that's selling a physical product. You buy what you can afford, you sell some of those, you reinvest it, you buy more products, and that cycle goes over and over again. By reinvesting the funds that you make, you'll be able to grow your business, you'll be able to diversify your product, that's your real estate you're purchasing, and you'll certainly see much more sustainable success long-term. And the last one, and it's a little bit different here, do what makes you happy. Now understand, there's a baseline way that you have to operate your business to be successful. You have to know what you're doing, you have to perform great research, execute your plan, reinvest your profits, and work to continually grow your business. The way to get there, however, is not a straight path from A to Z. There is no one-size-fits-all type approach. I can't sit here and say, you have to do this, 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 and then that, 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 and boom, you'll be successful. It doesn't work like that. You know, for the first portion of my career, I wore a shirt and tie into a physical office every single day, including the days that I went to tax sales. And let me tell you, in Florida, in July, when it's 100 degrees outside, that in and of itself is miserable. But I worked 8 to 5, Monday to Friday. I took my lunch break from 12 to 12.30. I did all these things that I thought I was supposed to do. I did all these things that I forced myself to do. And so much of what I was doing had zero impact on my success as a tax sale investor. Today, I wear a t-shirt and shorts into wherever I want my office to be that day, be it my home, my mount house, or a random hotel somewhere across the country. I'm very relaxed. I'm laid back in the way I operate. I don't force myself into certain protocols. If I want to take a vacation, I'll take it. If I want to leave work early to go for a run or to play with my son, I do it. Now, there's certainly a baseline level of discipline required to be an investor. And in some situations, if you don't have that discipline naturally, maybe you need to force yourself to sit in an office and do research from this time to this time every single day. But if you are able to still be successful in your business and you're disciplined enough to work on a flexible schedule, there's no reason to put constraints on yourself that take away from your happiness. 
Nobody wants to look back and realize that they worked a job for 10, 20, 30 years and they were miserable every single day. I'm a huge believer that you create your business around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Now, obviously, it wasn't like that for me forever. I spent years and years of my life handcuffed to this business that led to a lot of stress, a lot of burnout, and in most situations, it leads to a very early exit. But in my situation, one day I woke up and a light bulb just went off. I became an investor. I became an entrepreneur to provide myself with freedom. Now, that freedom wasn't just necessarily a result of the monetary side of things. It's fantastic to have $10 million in your bank account. But if you can't spend that money, if you don't have the freedom to do what you want to do, it's completely useless. So perhaps even more importantly, the freedom that I was able to get through tax on vesting correlates to the freedom of choosing exactly how I want to operate my business. So it's important that you don't get stuck in such a rut that you wake up one day and you realize you hate what you do every single day. So instead, from day number one, design your business in the way that you want so that you are happy. So if you are happy as a tax sell investor and you're able to run a profitable business while being happy, guess what? You have a very, very long-term, sustainable, successful tax sell career. But if you do everything that we discussed today, everything I discussed in every single one of my training videos, but you are miserable at the end of the day, your tax sell career is not going to last long at all. So focus on being happy, even if it is a little bit unconventional in the way you think and the way you strategize about your tax sale business. So there you have it. Five ways to avoid a quick flame out and to create your own long-term sustainable tax sale business. Commit to the long-term, number one. Prioritize research, minimize risk, reinvest, and focus on your happiness. I truly hope that this episode has helped you to think maybe just a little bit differently about your approach to your tax sale business. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes here on the Tax Sale Podcast, please do us a huge favor and leave some positive feedback on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on right now. I've seen a lot of recent feedbacks and a lot of five-star ratings recently, and thank you to each and every one of you that have taken the time to do that. It truly means a great deal to us, and it really helps us to continue to have that motivation to produce this podcast for you. And if we can help you in your quest for tax sell success, there are a whole bunch of links in today's show notes section, including one to our primary site at taxcellacademy.com, where we offer our most extensive, comprehensive, step-by-step tax sell investment training. Hey, take care and make it a successful day. We'll see you next time right here on the Taxel Podcast. Bye-bye.